Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Being the centenary of the Anzacs this year, when you think of Anzac Day, who's the one person that you think of? When you ask a surviving Anzac War hero who he thinks of, he might just say William Mackenzie. But who is William Mackenzie? Associate Professor Daniel Reno shares insights of the man that he's written a biography about, a man that the Anzacs revered. Do you find that a lot of people know who William Mackenzie was before they came across this book? Uh, generally speaking, no one's heard of him. That's what that's the feedback I was getting. Now, is that why you decided to write a biography because his life is so important? Look, it's a it's a central it ought to be a central pillar of our national story and we've totally forgotten it. And and the funny thing is, I mean, this is a Salvation Army chaplain. Most salvos even salvos don't know this story, and and we all ought to know it. Anzac, the story of Anzac is the central narrative of the Australian national identity. And we've constructed this concept of who the Anzacs were, and we've idealised many of them, including Simpson and his donkey. Um, and yet, this is the man that the Anzacs upheld as their ideal man. And wouldn't you think that if you're going to idealise something, you'd find out who it was amongst these men that these men most respected. That's right. And there's your man. And yet, we've forgotten him completely. I'm amazed at how many people on the front line he actually buried. Yes. And to be honest, uh, there'd be other chaplains who would match and maybe one or two would even surpass his record. Um, but nobody surpassed his influence and his reach and his charisma. Tell us a bit about that. Well, where do I begin? I know. (laughs) He he starts the war as probably the least likely or one of the least likely to be popular with the Anzacs. I mean, if you're going to pick a stereotype of who the Anzacs wouldn't like, it would probably be a chaplain because their officers don't like officers. Chaplains are religious, don't like religion, don't like the marginal religions, you know, Catholics, Anglicans, you can cope with those, but Salvation Army, I mean, noted for their sort of extreme behaviour, if you like, of anti-drink, anti-gambling, anti-womanising, anti-everything that was fun for the soldiers. Yeah, right. So how do you get this man who stands for everything you think the Anzacs hate and by the end of the war, they adore him. And for 20 years afterwards, it didn't matter where he went, hundreds if not thousands of people would turn out just to meet him. People would travel thousands of kilometres just to meet him because he'd buried their son or their son had talked about him during the war and they just wanted to meet him. Yeah. That's, an, that's an extraordinary man. And the hope that he gave them. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's, it's estimated that two to 3,000 soldiers became Christians because of his influence, his preaching, his, his general ministry, the way he worked very closely with the soldiers in the most dangerous places, uh, and he worked incredibly hard. I mean, he was, a, he was a physically big man. He's an imposing man. He's got a big voice. He's got a big personality. Uh, and he was always where the action was the hottest. He's, he's like a moth to a flame when it comes to danger. And why do you think that they decided to become Christians? I mean, I mean they were facing such... They were facing the other side of uh, life, right? 
And Mackenzie wasn't scared to point that out. In fact, before one battle, he actually eyeballs the men and says, many of you will not see out the next week. What are you doing now about your eternal future? So he he wasn't scared to pull punches. um, And he just told things exactly as he saw them. He wasn't a great preacher to start with, but he developed into one. He 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 had the knack of tuning into people's hearts. Uh, he was a good storyteller. He had a fabulous sense of humour, and he would just engage them. And um, he he was able to take the contexts in which they were and present to them a need to address the spiritual side of their lives and not just the temporal. This is a guy who, at the Battle of Lone Pine at Gallipoli in in August 1915, he's the one who goes over behind the men carrying a shovel and in the trenches, the Turkish trenches, which the Australians had captured, the bodies are lying literally three and four deep stacked in the trenches Mm. and he's sorting the living from the dead while the battle is going on around him. In uh, in Poziers in France in, in 1916, he arrives on the battlefield and finds the bodies of British and German soldiers who'd been killed in the previous assault and immediately begins to bury them. He's working in no man's land. One night at Poziers, he, he stands on a mound and sings at the top of his voice uh, a, a bright and cheery song that he himself had composed that the soldiers loved sang that at the top of his voice and, and no one fired a shot at him. It's that kind of of um of guts really. Yeah. That 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 raw courage. Um he, he he appears to be fearless. There aren't many people that you'd say are genuinely fearless, but he genuinely appears to be fearless. And the men just were blown away by that. Well he embodied what William Booth spoke about, didn't he? He did, very much so. In in fact if you want someone who embodies the the Salvation Army's concept of total commitment to the cause, Mackenzie fits the bill 100%. There was just nothing he wouldn't do. He never, ever cared for himself, even when he was physically falling apart. You know, the last thought he had was, I need attention. He just sought to give and give and give. Do you feel like you know him by doing this biography? Yes, I'd, I'd love to know more. There are silences in the story where we just don't have the evidence. But certainly it's been a, a fabulous experience getting to, to know Mackenzie. And in in the course of it, I was in correspondence with um, with his eldest granddaughter and his youngest granddaughter. And to be honest, I was telling them things they didn't know. Yeah, I wondered about uh, that. And they were, they were thrilled to read the story and they were able to offer... Um, you know, help in filling in some gaps and occasionally a little correction here and there. But by and large, uh, it was a journey of discovery for them as well. Daniel Reno, Associate Professor and Assistant Dean at Avondale College of Higher Education, and his new book, The Man the Anzacs Revered, a biography of William Mackenzie, or Fighting Mac, as he was affectionately known to the Anzacs. More details, go to danielreno.com. That's R-E-Y-N-A-U-D. Light and Life, the Salvo's weekly radio show.